Welcome to The Depth. I'm your host, Carl Thomas. In this episode, we talk to Concordia's university intern, Pamela. She shares a bit about her university parkour in the human relations department, and we elaborate on Lynn's upcoming project. Start the pod. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codenege NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. Um, I'm here with, obviously... Carl Thomas. Carl Thomas, and we have a new special guest in the building, uh, Pamela from Concordia University. Yeah, Pamela is uh, the second intern that we have had from the Human Relations Department at Concordia. I'm going to let her talk a little bit more about that. But uh, this episode is kind of putting a little spotlight on all the lovely interns that we get a chance to work really closely with once a year. They do amazing work, and then they leave and move on to other things in their development. We see their careers blossom, and uh, so I'm just uh, really happy to have Pamela here. Um, I got to this uh, normally at the CJE. We have a uh, we have uh, interns from McGill University in social work, but then we kind of started diversifying different um, opportunities, and uh, they have this program that caught my attention at Concordia uh, called Youth Worker Surf Certificate. And it was affiliated with the human relations um, department. I was kind of pushing to have an intern from that program at our work for a few years. Um, they even did a presentation at a class. I was invited to speak at a class one time, and then it actually came together the, for the first were time you, last were year. Were you in that class when? Like she, she. That's a master's certificate. Okay. No, but okay. actually, my first intern was in the class that I did a presentation. So when I got, when I, when she came to her internship, Roxanne. Oh, the human relations yeah, human, class. Yeah, I spoke okay. at that class once, like a few years back. Is this the internship class or the, another class in our program? This is another class okay. in the program. Do you remember what it was? But it was someone else with a unique name, a teacher. <laughs> that, that begins with like a Y or something like. Okay. Yafa. Yafa. Yeah. I went to Yafa's class. I got her. Yeah, so I spoke at Yafa's class like a while ago. Oh, a while ago. Okay. Yeah, and then so my first intern from this program, mm. she recognized me from then. I'm like, yo, how does what is happening to time? Like, I felt like that was ages ago. And I yeah. when that was. I was, yeah. Imagine I was, I was like in that class too. <laughs> yeah, that was like a while Possible. ago. Possible. Possible. Had her a while ago, Yafa. Okay. So, without further ado, um, I don't know if you want to say anything about yourself. <laughs> well, introduce yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. first. Introduce say yourself. who you are. Uh, well, uh, so I'm Pamela. I'm studying in uh, human relations at uh, Concordia, and it's my last year of studies. So, uh, basically, I'm just completing my stage at the CJE. And I have also four classes in the program. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and how's, uh, how's your stage going? How's your internship going? It's going CJ? good. This is, like, you my like fourth the day. That, that you're working with? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, honestly, it's been really fun so far. And uh, okay. everyone is super nice and supportive. And Like, did you expect to do a podcast this morning when you came in? Well, she work? had told me a bit about it yesterday, okay. but I wasn't sure what was actually happening today. So. Okay. <laughs> So this is it. You're doing a podcast. So um, 
couple of questions for you. Um, like, what made you go into this program? Uh, at first, I was in sociology, and I really liked it, but I wasn't sure what I was going to do with it after. Okay. And I had actually wanted to go into social work at McGill uh, originally, but, you know, things didn't go as planned. Mm-hmm. So I heard about this program, and apparently it was a little similar yeah. to the social work program. So uh, I decided to go into it, and I actually really liked it, so I continued in it. Okay, cool. Um, sociology, why Why that? Was it a thing uh, that you were just like, oh, let me... It was just to get into university, basically. Okay. Sociology is okay. the truth, by the way. Okay. No, but it was interesting, but I just wasn't sure what I was going to do with it. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Maybe, could you, like, give us an idea about the other classes you're taking so people could kind of, like, get a better idea what is human relations besides? Uh, yeah, so basically some of the classes I have this semester are, uh, I have youth uh, law and legislation. I have mm. um, advanced family life education. And I think the other one is um, something to do with family, also around the same thing. It's, like, fa- advanced family something. I can't remember the name exactly. Okay. But yeah, they're all uh, centered around uh, youth and families. Okay. Like, one thing I've said in the past, even even like recently in the last recording, is that um, sometimes community work traditionally has been something you learn on the job. You know, like, okay, I'm here, da-da-da. And I think it's only, like, now, it's, it's really cool to see that there's actual, like, a study... Or, like, a time to reflect. Sometimes we just get into this, like, mode and we just do the work and we don't get a chance to sit back, reflect, to kind of master our kind of work or, like, or to really integrate best practices. I think sometimes it's hard to name the usefulness of, like, university. Some people are like, what's the use of university? What kind mm-hmm. of job am I going to get? I used to be like that. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah, I have friends uh, like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's a lot of soft skills that are developed, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, like this example of like, we, we, in some ways, it's like, you're, you're kind of camouflaging your own voice. You are. And your own point of view. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, look, you can't speak on behalf of other people. You can't, Mm -hmm. like, it's actually not factual that we, because you, did you check in with um, the 7 billion people in the world? No, (laughs) you did not check in with them. Yeah. So like, just, and so that's a real soft skill that becomes a real hard skill um, is like communication, all the paper writing, all the reflecting, like talking, Mm -hmm. like um, reading. And like when you put theory into practice, practice into theory, you know, like that's all, um, that's all skills. Well, we also have a lot of uh, group work, which is super helpful for the workforce after, because you learn how to work with different people. Like you don't always choose your group. So basically, like, you're prepared to go into a job and actually work with different personalities and everything because you've done it before in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like, and toxic work environments are, can be really challenging to navigate. And I think sometimes what contributes to a toxic work environment are people who aren't flexible to, to like, work with a whole, like, the whole person, you know, like, their flaws and everything, like their good days and bad days and like you know like we're all we're all figuring this out together but what what like i hear i hear that term a lot like the Mm. toxic work environment Mm. like like your definition of of a place that 
would be considered like toxic for you to work? Well, I feel like I've had some before in the past, and it. Do you mind sharing? Uh, no, I don't mind sharing. Okay. But um, they don't. They won't keep you in the loop of things. They won't. Uh, they won't guide you properly. So basically, you're not trained properly, and mm-hmm. you will make mistakes, and they will give you kind of negative feedback on it. But it's not your fault because you were never properly trained Mm, okay so like not being supported yeah not being supported and uh well also not being like sometimes i've had problems with uh like just hours in general they're it's not consistent and they won't tell you Mm. before like why they're cutting your hours why they're doing this they won't they won't be honest with you they're kind of i guess shady okay and i feel like that's a toxic work environment Mm. for me but there's also other aspects of it too so basically, if I'm if I'm uh, phrasing you correctly, it would be like for the fact that they don't prepare you for the work mm-hmm. that they expect you to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Prevention Codenege NDG and the Tab Jeunesse NDG. Subscribe now to the Deb Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and please give us a five star rating. You want to do a presentation? Yeah, uh, no, I want to do a workshop. Workshop. About- about power and interest. It's something what? I learned at Concordia University. Yeah, yeah. Want to oh. talk about it? <laughs> um, a little bit? Okay, sure. Yeah, it's the first time I'm hearing yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the premises is, um, it's part of the workshops that we're going to do for the pre-preparation of our Ecuador project. Okay. So, when, we're, when you are coming from a first world country like Canada and you go to a developing country, for lack of better words, um, there's a power dynamic. I think whenever you enter into a relationship or something, you have to know about your power. So let's unpack power. We think about power a lot as power over, dominating. No, no. There's also collective power, like the big march that is on climate change on the 27th. Yeah. That's collective power. Yeah. And then there's like self-empower, right? So we kind of talk about the different kinds of power. But what fuels power is interests. What are interests? I have an interest of taking increasing the rent as a landlord I, that's an that is an interest that i have and that gives me power you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then there's i have an interest um in basketball it's a passion do you mind if i quote you for my project i'm, I'm quoting I'll give you, yeah, I'm yeah. Quoting. Yeah. yeah i can show you i can show you my the the workshop that i got okay, yeah, cool. yeah 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 it's really interesting yeah sorry so, to cut you off yeah, so like there, we break down the different types of interests that fuel so there's um yeah, there's passion. There is to take advantage, to have an advantage over someone. Yeah. There's actual a bank interest, like interest rates is like a, you know, like just to be, but that's also, yeah. so why do rich people want tax cuts? Because it's an advantage for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when we kind of can pick apart the fueling interest under someone's power because i'm really interested there's some wild greed do you know jeff bezos okay owner of amazon mm-hmm. the richest man in the world yeah. he's like you know how many his net worth is like a hundred billion like he's in the a hundred billion like oh, yeah you don't need like who anyways he just cut back the healthcare costs in um for because he owns whole foods like he cut their their like um his employees like health benefits the richest person in the world. What, to save a buck? Buddy? Like, yo, I'm just, like, the ri- we're talking about the richest, not only the richest man in the world, but he's astronomically rich. Like, 
Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you like, gonna do? Yeah, with what do you it's, do? It's, it's to what the point you that you're so rich that money doesn't even exist. Yeah, it's it like, doesn't even exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you possibly doing? Like, with all that? really? Like, what is in your psyche? What is like this greed? I'm like so amazed by the elements of greed, and I think there's a line. Well, you spoke about interest. What would be his by by advantage? by cutting by cutting uh, the benefits of healthcare for his employees? advantage obviously has an advantage but i'm just like i think there's like this psychopath element where where's your where's your empathy like you're you're doing more damage than good at this part part like you're not like like and there's like of course have goals have dreams have desires but there's a limit where desire is out and it's just greed yeah you're just a pig well he's and being pigs selfish. are probably nicer than him you know what mm-hmm. i mean like that's how but when, you- when when do you know how, when to stop because Obviously, people that, that, I don't know the history of that man, but a lot of times people that started from nothing or that had a plan in sight, once they reach their goal, they don't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you know, like, thriving for success is, is something that I find that when people achieve it, they don't stop there. They just keep pushing mm-hmm. for the next thing. So when do you know when to stop? He might be the richest man in the world, but for him, he might think that there's still many things left to be accomplished. So I'm not I'm not siding with him for sure, but I I think the way that they think is probably not the way that a normal person thinks. There's this other podcast called Hidden Brain. It's an NPR, and it talks about there like, you go. <laughs> it talks about like the different um, just like things that in our brain that are not obvious and so they had this conversation around um when is rich too rich you know like when are you too rich or something you know and they say i don't know about the cost of living i know they say after you attain like eighty thousand dollars a year there's not really much more happiness that wealth will give you apparently only eighty thousand not even six figures i don't know like Life is pretty expensive, but like, you know, you, you know, like, do you need your private jet or can you fly first class all the time? Like, I don't know. You know, anyways, I don't know. I don't have that money. I, I can't speak on it. So it's like, um, and I know people like, for instance, I know people in Toronto who like cost of living in Toronto is outrageous. So yeah, like, it depends. Crazy. So like, I know some people who are my age. Live, yeah. It depends on yeah. where you live too. But who make six figures. I know people who make six figures who are my age. Um, let's imagine. What if everyone... I think there might be... Okay, look at me saying stuff without any research. <laughs> I love it. That's the best. That's the best. <laughs> no research. <laughs> I feel like there's enough money in this world yeah. for everyone to have access to, let's say, 60 Gs a month, a year income. Mm-hmm. I think there's enough money because that's how extreme this wealth is. Yeah. Like. But who is giving? Who is giving that well, we money gotta re- up? We got to redistribute the wealth. So really, Jeff Bezos, come on. Like, what, like, look, imagine everyone could buy something. Everyone had the same idea of what's expensive and not. What if everyone could afford to travel? What if everyone yeah. could afford a house? Yeah. And, you know, everyone could. Everyone. Like, isn't. And like, and so instead of walking in the streets and seeing these disparities of yeah. like, because class has a huge impact on your quality of Ooh, oh, life. Hell yeah. Like, sure. let's, let's, let's not get that twist. We don't talk about class enough. 
of everyone, you know? And like, when, it, when you say these things, everyone's like, communism, 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 like, and our, our, our idea of how we can organize society in a more just way is so limited. Our yes. imagination is so limited. We think, uh, we think that capitalism is like gravity, you know? It's like, gravity's real, we can't do anything, it's just like, we stay on the ground because of gravity capitalism we have to organize our society like this because that's just the way it is what do you mean that's just the way it is what do you mean like no one's answering probing those questions anyways you know and i'm not i'm not trying to limit people's desire but yo we we don't even see the rich people are so rich like it's not in front page news like we're talking about pimple pus fake pimple pus yeah yeah we're not talking about jeff bezos who's cutting who's cutting okay that i'll let her explain that i'll let pamela explain pimple pus yeah yeah go ahead (laughs) okay so basically sometimes when on facebook there's ads for wish the the website where you can just buy a bunch of random stuff (laughs) and uh today i was scrolling through my facebook and i saw an ad for uh fake pimple pus (laughs) so you can just pop pimples on this like spongy board thing like it's it's, (laughs) it doesn't even it's not even for skin treatment it's literally no it's just just the fun of popping pimples (laughs) but it's oh god anyways so like this is someone thought of this like imagine if that person who thought of that was thinking about reorganizing our society in a more <laughs> just way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just. Wow. I don't know. Anyway, I've. Those are just. I, Why do I feel that that his product or her product is is selling right now? Why do I feel sure that is. a lot of people will be buying that shit just to say they have it or just to be like? It's a stress reliever. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably sold on Amazon. Yeah, it's probably yeah, sold yeah, on yeah, Amazon. For sure, for sure. When freaking Jeff Bezos. Oh, I should even see if it's sold on Amazon. So I'm Jeff Bezos himself <laughs> for sure. is profiting off of this. For sure. Making him more rich. Like, for sure. Yo. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, you know when you were talking about the like spreading the money around, seeing maybe a, a, a better way Amazon. It, it is Confirmed. on Amazon. It is on Confirmed. Amazon. How much? How much okay. is it? Twenty five ninety nine. Twenty five ninety nine. Yeah. And what is it called? What What is the the the, the Funny term? Pimple popping toy. Pop Funny. pimple pal. Stress okay. relief okay. Okay. game. Well, stress relief. There you go. There you go. It's cheaper uh, than Wish, though. <laughs> I'm going to quote someone um, that told me recently that a lot of times that people, when we're trying to change the rule, Mm -hmm. right, when it comes to government, when it comes to society, when it comes to, to, uh, you know, uh, computer formatting, when it comes to to taking control of a classroom, a lot of times we don't think outside the box because the book is written on almost everything right so on let's let's take the the government and and the laws and and people that are always saying i'm gonna change the law by doing certain things right all those certain things already written by a specific person or individual right and what we do a lot of times is just we take from the same book that's already been written and we're trying to redo the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's why I think history repeats itself because a lot of times it's already written. 
And in, instead of trying to create something new, we often focus on what's been created and try to see what we could do with that. So it's like, like everything has been written and we keep taking from those same people that wrote those rules from way back. Like instead mm. of thinking differently yeah. or trying to think like in another way, how could we better society? But we keep trying the things that's, that's been put down already. So I don't know. Yeah, it's like... But th- do I make like, sense yeah, 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 what I'm out saying? Of ideas, basically. And, oh, yeah, yeah, no, so it's like, I feel like it's kind of tapping into that conversation. Um, do you work within the system to make change? That's or what do I'm you, saying, do you, revo- yeah, do you yeah. have a revolution? Do you overthrow it? You know, yeah. you just, like, burn it all down. And I think there, there's... I, I went uh, in this workshop about, like, how uh, community organizations progress. And it's like, if I just take a you know, uh, the symbol of infinity, like, you know, a figure eight on the side. So like you kind of have this thing and then it matures. And then there's a moment in, in how community organizations develop when they um, mature, where there's this process called creative destruction, when everything falls apart, but that's when the soil's fertile. Yeah. And that's when a lot of imagination comes in. And then you kind of like, everything falls apart. Like, you know, like you get no more funding, people lose their jobs, like yeah. horrible things happen. But then it's also like, you know, you just kind of like take a step back and, you know, or if an ED leaves, you know, how that like kind of things unravel with that. And then you kind of like reevaluate, you rebuild, you kind of like reimagine and then you kind of start, you, you're reborn. So there's this part in how humans evolve, like we can't erase our memory. And I think that's a problem that we have also. It's like we have lived in such a universal capitalist society that I don't know if we can imagine, like, how can we tell someone don't have five private jets when they've had private jets? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're used to it. Like, you know, obviously we know why, but they can't imagine the poverty because they're like, they're like on a different planet. Like rich people are in a different hemisphere. Like they're untouchable. You know, they don't know. They don't know really about what's happening. Um, to the, to the extent, you know, anyway, so I, I, I think that everything's been done under, I think it's a mix of both. Yeah. I think it's a mix of both. I think changes and the unknown is so scary for us. Like we're so scared and that's tapping into our survival mechanisms. Like humans, we're not that impressive a species like saber tooth tigers. Are you kidding me? We're nothing. You know what I mean? So the way we've survived is we have an imagination. I don't think any other species do. I I think we're the only one who can like think about the future. Most species are the present and the past. Mm -hmm. So we've looked at herds of Buffalo or like, Oh, there's a pattern of seasons. So if I just kind of organize myself to like position myself when the herd of Buffalo are coming, I can get some meat and game. So like we've had to get organized for us to survive. Then we like, then we're like, okay, so this is the time to hunt, and this is the time for us to build weapons. And then, you know what I mean? So, like, I just feel like, or, like, another thing is, is that we sweat through our pores instead of, like, panting like a dog, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we're chasing, like, animals, they get really tired, but we can still run because we're, we're sweating through our pores, you know what I mean? So, um, there's, there, like, we have evolved, like, we have, like, patterns and organizing is our is our way of survival and i think the social how and oh yeah there's this other thing and i think one thing that 
like religion has also brought us because we don't have the capacity. Oh, let's not get into that. Oh, yeah. oh religion? No, 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 no. no, 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 okay, no never no, mind. No, no. But I'm just talking about how we organize no, society. No, no, a whole no, no. other yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. For me, that's that's like it. Yeah. Oh man. It no, gets but I'm so just deep. saying, like we we uh, our population has grown, yeah. right? And we only have a certain amount of capacity to like know someone really well. Like that's my homie. I know that I can lean on this person. But now like social media, we have like a thousand friends on Facebook. So there's like, we don't actually have the human individual capacity to be friends with a thousand people. Definitely. Definitely. It'll take up all your time. (laughs) (laughs) So there's things in point, like, for example, like religion, religion that keeps that creates social norms, and I think yeah. capitalism has created a social norm. Like work hard, then you'll be rich. That's all. Like just believe it, eat it. It's easy. It's easy. It's yeah. eat it. All you gotta do is make a CV. Eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, these rich people who are born into wealth don't watch that. Eat it. <laughs> like, yeah. anyway, so. Yeah. Sorry, the flow. I was flowing. Oh, you you were you were on it. You were on it. Um. We're gonna wrap it up, Pam. Do you have, you know, a couple of things that you wanna you wanna <laughs> add in to to Lynn's uh, flow? <laughs> do you see how this played out in your studies, for instance? Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Like in what way? Can you relate to this? Yeah. This is probing. Why? 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 Yeah. Oh, definitely experience and nice. like see what I'm interested in because mm. I'm still like on the like I have interests, but I'm not exactly sure how to pursue them yet Mm. and i feel like this will really help me with that have you has anything like sparked interest so far like pamela's super fresh in the internship by the way like (laughs) yeah i just started four days ago yeah exactly very fresh (laughs) so in the last four days has there anything that like um was you know got you thinking something different you know four days not that much of time but not that much time but like so far well i got to learn about uh, the other community organizations in the area like i'm i'm not actually from the island of montreal so i don't really know all these these uh, organizations were and you stuff surprised and by some of them yeah okay really like okay. I, i'm from maskush so, <laughs> <laughs> so this is all new to me and uh it's they all seem really interesting and i didn't even know we had so many mm. like at the um, Tabron, yes, yeah, yeah. There was so many different organizations. I was actually really surprised that are all in NDG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was really surprising to me, and it's really interesting because I didn't know about them before. Like I've heard about them before in uh, human relations a little. That's how much it takes for us to take care of this population. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's impressive how many services we have. It's great. Mm-hmm. I think it's really there's a lot of people that actually really do want to help everyone. Uh, other people that are in need mm-hmm. and I, I find that really awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so that's good we'll wrap up with that um, Lynn any last words I had good times good times <laughs> in Concordia <laughs> alright bye bye, bye. <laughs>